0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Wild Weird. Um, it's been a while since the last time we released an episode. Just been dealing with a lot of personal matters in my life. Uh, and it takes up a lot of time, you know, and some kind of got out of the, didn't feel like I was in the right headspace for a while to do a podcast. Um, one thing I wanted this podcast to be is to be pretty real, raw of my emotion, um, and still be a lot of fun. But just the last couple of weeks have been so busy, um, it's been really hard to find the time to record an episode. And this week, fortunately, I had the opportunity of interviewing the crew from the Bando podcast here locally in Vancouver, Washington. Um, first time, uh, actually second time interviewing a podcast, if you don't count Grant. Grant was the first person that from a podcast that I interviewed. These dudes, fun. Super fun. Uh, we talked about a, lot about a lot of interesting topics. Unfortunately, it did get cut short, uh, b- because I had to attend to some family matters and, uh, they were super understanding of that, but I feel like we still got a super solid episode. Um, on the other note, how's everybody doing? Uh, you know, a lot's happened the last couple of weeks. Countries being invaded, you know, and I mean, it, really, 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 really is horrible for the people of Ukraine, uh, having the stuff they've been going through and are currently going through. Um, you know, I think we've all throughout the years with all the information we've been given about, you know, a particular leader that, uh, we didn't think something like this would happen, but I mean, are we surprised it did? Uh, you know, It never works out well for people with very specific uh, personal agendas, and it seems like he has one. And uh, I firmly believe that in the end of all this, there will be justice for the people of that country. Um, He will get what he deserves. I think everything comes around full circle, and I think when you're that evil and um, that absent of compassion for human life – It doesn't really end well for you. You know, like, I don't know what he's expecting to get out of this. Uh, I know he's probably trying to reclaim uh, Ukraine since Ukraine was a part of uh, the Soviet Union back in the day. And he stated that that's, you know, a lot of the reason why he wants it back. And I don't think it's going to end well for that fellow. You know, I think people like him will get what they deserve. And karma is a motherfucker. And that exists for everybody. But I hope everybody's doing well. It's just a it's a sad time. You know, like, watching what they're going through. I mean, you know, people compare this to other wars. But the one thing I've noticed about this, it's a, we're literally watching a war being documented through news and social media. And we're seeing so many different perspectives and uh, points of view and experience. You're seeing what some citizens are going through. You're seeing what, political leaders of that country you're doing and stepping up um and playing the role. One thing I thought was super interesting was that uh I can't remember the their brother's first name, but the two brothers that I believe are one is the mayor of the capital of Ukraine. I think it's Ivev, Eviv, I can't pronounce it properly, but they're former UFC fighters. And those dudes just straight up are like, you know what? We're going to fight. We're going to stand up and do what we feel is right. And Watching these people in that country stand up and, you know, say, fuck you to the people trying to take their land and their life from them and are going in head on defending their country with their life and doing it honorably. I mean, we have people, politicians in our country. We would love to see that. Is it going to happen? Most likely not because the dude can barely walk. I'm pretty sure he's not going to in a war, but um, it's pretty inspirational to see people defending their home. You know, I think we're very fortunate not to have, we haven't fought a war ever on, you know, what, since a civil war on American land. Uh, and I think there's more wars, like smaller wars after that, but we haven't had to fight, fight an international war on our home front. And I think when you see this happening, you're seeing lives being destroyed. You're seeing people having to leave their homes. Um, people having to leave their families it's it's really sad and uh i just it's it's really it's really nice to see uh humanitarians step in and help these people and do what they can you know and i think it as much as we like to complain about other people and other points of view and how other people think um when it comes down to it when we see injustice happening in the world, people step up and they rise to the occasion. You know, it it's a demonstration of the good in humanity. You know, a lot of, we might think that people are just selfish or uh, people are in it for themselves. But I think when it comes down to it, when we see people struggling and having a hard time and going through shit, we step up and we help and, um, that's really inspirational to see. And I think everybody who's watching what's going on should really take something from it and be grateful for what you have. Be grateful that you can still uh, see your loved ones every day and you don't have to go pick up a gun and fight a war that you never asked for. That is for other people's agenda. It's sad that some people's agenda is to kill and to destroy lives because they don't care there's narcissistic sociopaths who only do what they want and for the benefit of power and greed and i think i am a firm believer that good will prevail in everything and i believe it will prevail on this at the end and i hope everybody um you know is just Seeing how horrible of a situation this is and that it will get better. It's not forever. You know, I would love to say that we're never going to fight in another war or see more death and more tragedy. But that seems to be unavoidable for the most part, just as a human being living life. You know, you'd hope it doesn't happen to you, but it could. And watching other people go through horrible things should just give a perspective you know make you appreciate what you have but on a more positive note guys this episode with the Bando crew super awesome super fun really enjoyed having them um I think you guys will too uh will really enjoy this episode so let's get into it enjoy (music)
1: they're famous people and they're famous friends. If you look at, like, the next tier of podcasts, they're content-based. Yep. And to me, those are the best ones because those are people who are preparing a show for an audience. They're not just like, like, okay, it's easy to love Drink Champs. because Everybody loves Noriega. Everybody knows if you're from the, like, like South, you know who DJ Effin is. Yeah. So, like, you already know those people. And then they're gonna have fucking Alicia Keys on and they're gonna have fucking Scarface on and they're gonna have all the most famous people of the fucking 90s on. So, yes, you're going to watch it. Whereas you listen to something like Earn Your Leisure. Yeah. There's a couple of fucking money managers fucking talking about finance. Like, for them to make that interesting and make you want to listen to it, they have to do a lot more work. Exactly. Than the way has to do to get you to tune into him and his friends getting drunk and talking shit.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know what I'm saying? So, to me, I like to listen to the, the podcast that actually, the take creativity to listen to to make because like that's what i want to do with ours i want us to have content not just be oh we're talking to this person this person is what's making the show
0: exactly and uh, i i'm not sure if you ever listen to ones that have actors actors are absolutely the worst podcast people yeah, listen to yeah because they think that they're in- interesting like i i think i listen uh do you know who mark maron is he he he's like a stand-up comedian older one he had a TV show on FC. probably I not the name. I don't I can't think of He name. was uh, I'm trying to think of what movies he was in he was in like the the new Joker movie that he played like Robert De Niro's assistant he's like that okay, the guy with the glasses and the yeah. long hair right so like he had uh Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio on uh his podcast whenever um the Hollywood movie came out oh. and uh Hollywood story whatever i don't and mm-hmm. they are the most unentertaining fucking people ever <laughs> but they think that they are right? And they're
1: not interesting they're mean. not what are
0: they okay, gonna tell so you
2: i will i'm gonna play the other side of this because i the podcast that i listen to is called armchair expert
0: oh with dax Shepard.
2: dax Shepard. i fucking I like love that, that one it, i can't get enough of he's it. a character
0: though like
1: dax shepherd is
2: funny he's funny and because he's a comedian and but, that's and another all,
1: content based all on. he does yep. is
2: interview his friends mostly and then other like very smart people or very like power, like not powerful people, but like really like intelligent people. Yeah. But he doesn't just, he's not like, Oh, tell me about your movie. He's like, let's talk about what inspired you to make this movie. Exactly. Let's talk about your process. Let's talk about the creative. So a lot of it does have to do with the person interviewing because you kind of have to bring it out of them. Right. So if Mark Maron is just sitting there like, Oh, oh, oh," like, let's talk about fanboying. Right. Right. Mm. Like he does fanboy. He does his fair share of fanboying. But he's like, I'm doing it because I want to connect with you because I want you to like me because I have insecurities because I'm blah, 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 blah. Yeah. He's like, you know, goes through this whole thing and he's like, this is my story. Like, tell me your story. You know? Exactly. So I think it's great because it gives you a different perspective on those famous people and their friends. Yeah. You know, at least that's how I feel about it. No, I get I that. I literally can't stop listening to it.
0: I feel like <laughs> I need a combination of people. Like I can't get hit with like five entertainers in a row. Like I, I need somebody who's like an expert in something, whether yeah. or not you're an author, um, a movie director, producer, like keep it coming with like different careers. Yeah. Right. Like, like movie producers to me are more entertaining just because they, mm-hmm. they, they know how to build whatever the actor's a yeah. part of. The actor knows how to do his job really well. But then the producer and the director are like, well, I already know what I want you to do before I even hired you to do the job. Right. Like, I have this character uh, planned out and created. I just need you to execute it. That's why, like, I don't know. I think, like, lately there's been movies that have been coming out, like, that aren't so good. But you got the Quentin Tarantinos, the Martin Scorseses, the Spike Lees. Mm-hmm. Like, they know how to build a story. Yeah, and you sure. Can, and it's a hit and miss with podcasts. Because, like, when yeah. I first started this one, I'm not going to say his name, but I have a friend that wanted it to be niche right when i when i came up with the title the wild weird there's no absolutely no point to it the original concept was i was gonna it was pre-covid i was gonna go talk to people on the street go to the most random places talk to like um like male strippers go to portland go to dante's talk to people just talk about every yeah, single person anybody right. anybody and just hear their story mm-hmm. right because right. i mean like my story's not interesting right i get i could explain my life nobody's gonna give a shit yeah right yeah. so let me talk to people that are actually entertaining and have something to say mm-hmm. and i feel like i can kind of um organize and promote well but also just like i love talking to people mm-hmm. and i'm not prejudiced to anything like like i grew up i was born in tulare california which is like a like near fresno and like about 45 minutes i think south of that farm city just okay. nothing but cows it smells like shit everywhere and moved up to Portland when I was three and grew up in the city. Like, I lived in Portland my whole life. My brother is a couple years older than me, so he grew up on a farm and stuff. So he's, like, lives up in Battleground, lives the country lifestyle, Carhartt-wearing, country music-loving guy, right? I'm, I'm the complete opposite. And, like, my sister, God, she just moved to Oklahoma, so she's, like, living out. Uh, and I think in uh, – what's that place? Mm, it's, like, the I think the capital of Oklahoma. Starts with a T. Tulsa, yeah, Tulsa, yeah. right. And I told my I told my sister I was like, Do you know the, the history of Tulsa, right? She's like, No, why? I'm like, Well, you'll find out when you get there. Just like research. I didn't tell her. I'm just like, Okay, yep, I don't know if anybody will bring Inform it up. Inform yourself. Inform yourself of where you're living. Right, for sure. And and uh, but I mean, she bought a house. She sold her house in Ridgefield for like almost. Like 700 grand,
3: mm-hmm. and
0: she got a house double the size yeah. of her house in Oklahoma for like half the price.
3: That's why a lot of people move towards, you know, Oklahoma, Texas, things that's that it's sort. so much cheaper. Get, oh my goodness. You don't even want to know how much this house cost. I, I
0: bought this house like right when uh, the pandemic hit. Ooh. No, 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 like a year after the pandemic hit, sorry. And like the housing market wasn't great. Right. I couldn't oh, afford God. anything it's bigger than this. It right fucking sucks. Trash now. Yeah, and it's gonna get worse because yeah. the housing market is probably gonna drop pretty soon. Mm-hmm. If the, you know, with the war shit going on in stocks, right. so that 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 might happen. I hope not because I want to actually sell my house for something. But like, <laughs> uh, it's weird because just buying my house for that price, it was expensive. Like I'm like this house costs like almost four like up there. Oh wow! And but now I've lived in it for about eight months, and it's already like like $50,000 yeah, right. plus yeah. on top of that, right? Okay. So it's like I can make some money off of it, but that's if nothing crashes, right? you so gotta I'm, sell it this well, year. Yeah, that's why everybody's doing it. This year
2: is going to pop. But that's the thing is like you have to sell it for more, but then what you're going to buy in place of it is going to be exactly way the fuck more that's than that.
0: That's why <laughs> that's why my sister moved to Oklahoma cuz she's like she looked for places here mm-hmm. and she's like, "Well, I can't what well, am I going to sell my house and then get a place that's or smaller. a place that's smaller For the same amount of money I'm selling this house Realistically, for Realistically yeah. You
3: gotta go damn near Where her brother's at In Battleground Yeah, Woodland. Everybody's moving up yeah, there dude for sure Like
0: uh I just ran into him Randomly like last week But you guys ever watch um Ever heard of that Little People Big World Yeah Like yeah. the show he, Zach Roloff uh, Shout out Zach Roloff he uh, moved a block away from my brother's house in Battleground. Oh, I know. was driving well, by his family, house, and I like... Their
2: family's in, like, what, Hillsborough or something? Or they maybe moved Newfield? up to Battleground. No, before that, though. Yeah,
0: I think at Hillsborough, like somewhere down, Averton, like, near that yeah, area. Yeah,
2: because they have, like, a whole, like, holiday thing every year at their farm
0: it's too expensive i took my yeah. i took my son that to that place last year and it cost way too much money yeah And i didn't see any of those people where no at the rolloff farm like it's i think oh, it's in okay. towards hillsborough Hillsboro, okay. yeah and there's not it was during COVID, so i mean there's only so much you can do oh, at that time yeah. but um yeah i mean so i'm hoping i can sell the house and get some money off it but we'll see but um so you guys i appreciate you guys coming on appreciate tell me a little about yourself ride. if i could ask you guys a question what when did you guys start the podcast like how long has it been
1: we started the podcast it's been a little over a year
0: hell yeah like almost
1: two years um and we started actually during the pandemic yeah same like during quarantine (laughs) i for me it was uh i didn't have shit else to do and i was out of work and it was just a good way. I'm an antisocial person and a hermit anyway. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this gives me an opportunity to talk to people. Otherwise, I wouldn't talk to anybody.
0: Same. I, this, I had to push myself to get out of my comfort zone doing a podcast, and I felt like it became therapeutic in a way.
1: I feel like me and you have a lot in common. We just manifested in different ways. Yep. Yeah. Because we feel the same way. The only difference is, I I I manifested with hostility. Like when I feel, <laughs> I want to be hostile. To like it. when I feel uncomfortable. I'll just make everybody else uncomfortable. Same. See? <laughs> I, I get it from him. He
0: tells me quite a bit. Like, I I have a huge problem with trying to make... I tell people the truth, but at the worst times, and and I'm brutally honest. Yeah. And... For me, at the end of it, I, but the thing is, I, I'm that way because I enjoy the feeling it gives me. We're like, well, if, I, if I, I, I won't, yeah. I, I won't engage I a won't, fellow asshole. Uh, I'm, I'm an asshole. asshole. <laughs> I'm that like, I'm like learning the in-depthness of my asshole. Yes. Like, and <laughs>
1: sometimes it just like, like you can't let society dictate to you.
3: Sometimes it just feels good to be an asshole. It
0: is. It's the only way you can be free is to be yeah. an asshole.
2: Yeah,
3: that's fact. Sometimes I can't even help it when I'm when I I guess when I'm playing the asshole role, as mm-hmm. my girlfriend would say, she'll you know what I mean? You're acting like an asshole. I'm but like the I don't thing I think
0: I don't feel that. Yeah, but you're not, and that's the thing. It's okay to be an asshole. There's the reason why the term asshole exists because you're walking the line between uh expressing your anger in a certain way. But also, people still manage to be around you. People can tolerate an asshole. Yeah, right? That's right. You could be an asshole to your like around or to your girlfriend, and she'll still want to hang out with you. Oh, always. You know, always. I, I I am an absolute asshole to my wife because I am around her the most. But <laughs> because she has my children and I love her, I tone it down a little bit. And but like to him, I think he, I'm probably more of an asshole to him because. I make fun of him constantly. Right. I always think like he's a fat version of me. He looks like a lesbian woman transitioning to a man. Like, <laughs> I, 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 and I'll just, I saw it multiple times because I'd be like, do you guys know who Chaz Bono is? No. It's like Cher's son that used to be a woman. I, I do I don't know who that is. <laughs> he's he like, he's like about uh-huh. two Gavino's pizzas like above that
3: guy. See, I don't know. get okay. mad because I think if you're friends, you're supposed to have that joke. You like supposed we talk, we man. tell Kev yeah. all the yeah. time. Yeah. He looked oh, like, yeah. like LeBron or he fucking looked like Kevin oh, Walker or some Kemba shit. Like you know LeBron. what I'm LeBron. saying? He looks he like Kevin like Walker with the, <laughs> with the hairline. With <laughs> the okay. he's on okay. his
0: LeBron. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He got the LeBron hair. He does. Oh my god, Kev got Got worse too. Yo,
1: you know what? Kev got the sloppiest look of a ball player I ever seen.
3: He, sur- really he, he surprised you How quick yeah, he is Yeah like when like, like, him,
1: like when you look at him You'd be like This nigga should not yeah. Be any level Of athletic <laughs> fact, Like cause Cause he lo- Like he literally Looks like he's made Out of jello pudding He's very li- he's, re- he's very bottom <laughs> heavy He's very right.
0: bottom And he always seems like Does he have man tits Or does he not have man tits It's like his body Is built like It's supposed yeah. to look Like he has tits It's
1: like his body Can't decide whether It wants to be fat Or muscular yeah. So that's
3: James Hard Right
0: he yeah. James yeah. Hard, like, yeah He, he could be harder. muscular And it's still Gonna look like tits
3: <laughs> But to me He's always been cool people, so... Oh, dude, he's always been nice. (laughs) I think when we... I don't even know when I first met Kev. I think he was working at, like, Pizza Hut or some shit. And he came to the gym. He was just inviting people to his crib or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Kick it or whatnot. And we had went over there and kicked it, and this is before he was even smoking weed, and he was just cool. I was like, man, if you're cool without even smoking. Wait, so he, how long has he been smoking weed for? Is this bro, a good thing I, to him? I'm, Kev, I'm going to put you out there, man, because you my, you my guy, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. Kev was like, he'll hit the pipe, and I I used to look at him like, bro, why are you smoking a pipe? You know what I mean? And he's like, oh, bro, this is, you know what I'm saying, this is what I'll be on. I'm like, man, fuck that shit. Let me you show gotta you gotta roll, roll a man. blunt.
0: Rolling is the best way. Probably bro, I showed him, him to how to roll
3: a blunt, and then he was like, man, he had an ounce of weed. He was like, yo, bro, can you roll me some blunts? And I was like, yeah, I got you. And I was like, won't, you, won't I just teach you how to roll? You know what yeah. I mean? And then teach I taught to fish. him huh? exactly. Teach a man to fish, fish for a lifetime, a man, and that's bro. what he did since his day. But now he likes, uh, he enjoys backwards now. So that's the new thing. So uh, you, you corrupted him, is what you <laughs> said. So, I did what is the difference
0: between like a swisher sweet? Than a backwards because I've noticed that like Whoa, when that I Swisher
3: is- Sweets is WNBA. You know what I mean? Oh, okay, right. no, 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 Can we talk That's about good. That's good. Can we talk about Swisher Sweets. is the backup. Yeah.
1: Like okay, if Swisher Sweets is your go-to, then yeah, you WNBA. Yeah. You that's okay. I'm like
0: I, I, i'm going to lead into this because I, I I've been reading a lot of articles popping about like female athletes that are like you know like i and the thing. I I, there are lots of female athletes that destroy me in anything. Like I'm I'm sure, like any minor league ultimate fighter can destroy me. You know, more like I like I'm okay at basketball for the most part. But I I mean I mean like I feel like I could I compare my basketball skills. Like if I step on the court people can tolerate me. They're like, he's competent, right? He's not going to drop 20. He's at least going to keep up with everybody up and down the court while they're running, right. and he'll pass me the ball and not fuck up constantly. That's how I define my <laughs> basketball skill. I am acceptable on the court. I'm not the first That's guy you
1: That's why pick- I get picked, and people put me on their team because... If somebody starts a fight, it's probably going to be me. So just <laughs> have him on your team. <laughs> <start fighting stocks. laughs>
0: he's like, he's a, he's a good backup guy. He's, he, he, he's defends gonna his teammates. I'm
1: going to foul the shit out of people. Yeah. I'm a, I, I play nineties basketball. You'd be a hell of a hockey player. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, I'm from New York, so I grew up playing hockey. Yeah. <laughs> so like, like what nuts. part of New York? I'm, I'm from Staten Island. Staten New York Island. City.
0: You're the first person I've ever met from Staten Island. Okay. That's hella. It's, cool. it's
1: the forgotten borough. Like like
3: <laughs> everybody knows
1: Brooklyn. Everybody knows the Bronx. You know what's funny? If you ask people about New York City, most people don't even know Staten Island, but they think Long Island is a part of New York City. Yeah, that's
3: what
1: do. and it's fucking not.
0: It's the island. Oh,
1: shit. It's his own city. Staten Island is the island. How far? Long is Staten Island Al- is not the island. So, is that
0: like if you you have to take like a ferry to get on to Staten Island? Is that how
1: yeah? From Manhattan, you have to take the ferry to get on to Staten Island, or a bridge, or you can take the bridge to Brooklyn. There's no bridge that goes from Staten Island to Manhattan.
0: Wow,
2: mm.
1: that's why it's like it's considered the forgotten borough. Staten Island is actually closer to New Jersey than okay. it is to the rest of New York City. Okay, and so so like like it, it it gets forgotten with everything. Like nobody ever mentions Staten Island. So until Wu Tang came out, nobody even fucking knew shit. That's true. That. I mean, they're <laughs> they're definitely
0: like well, that's Staten like being Island a city
1: more. kid. Like the boroughs are competitive with each other. They're more bad. so like Brooklyn and Staten Island niggas never liked each other. Actually. I played in the same league as Stefan Marbury when he was, when he was in school, like we're around the same age. Well, so he was a senior when I was a freshman. So like, I got to see him bust our varsity team. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's tight though. So
0: the, the only people I know that like talk, are a lot of comedians, like Chris Stefano, I think lives in Staten Island. Um, you know, and then like the, the jokers from Practical Jokers. I think they're all from Staten Island. Oh, yeah, oh, that sounds right. And so, like, there's a lot Pete of talent from Staten Island. Pete Davidson, <laughs> Pete Davidson <he> <laughs> that guy's he a local a legend. He made a no, whole he's, he's movie. He's legendary
3: right, Staten right Staten now Island.
2: I have it's a theory
0: weird. about that scenario, right? Because you know, like, what the shit's going on with Kanye right now, and it's like oh, they it's say, hilarious. like, that whole thing with Julia Fox or whatever was like staged. He called it a performing performance arts piece because she's a performer. She's like a theater performer, mm-hmm. and um. And a lot of people are thinking, like, did he set this up so, like, you know, Kim would get jealous and want that, like, get back together it with didn't him? Work, though. But if you think about how much money both of them have been making since this whole Pete Davidson scenario, like, with Connie's whole stem player selling it for two hundred bucks, a stem player, mm-hmm. he made two million dollars off his second album, the yeah. Donda album, yeah. in a day. Yeah. Because he didn't have to pay the record. He, the record label still gets some money, but he he could pay his features a good amount of money. Um and
1: because it's like i explained i was explaining to her earlier he can do everything yeah so he produced the song Farrell he even made said the that beat he fucking he can do everything you have to do to put the song on the market which means every dime goes back to him
0: yeah <laughs> there's a reason why he is the rich like one of the richest people in hip-hop
1: he's the producer he's the director he's the writer he's he's doing he's playing all the things I don't I, care I, what I, nobody says
3: when he starts talking that shit I love it. I love like, it too. I love when he's
0: I think he's severely misunderstood. I mean, like the people that say I don't like Kanye. Kanye's an asshole. It's like, do you expect a guy with that intelligence to be under? Like, you're not going to understand him. No.
1: Yeah. Well, and his drink champs interview shed a lot of light on him to me. Like, that's what made me realize he's not crazy. He's calculated.
0: He's calculated. He because, knows what he's supposed yeah. to say when he's supposed to say it.
3: Have you guys watched his doc? Have you seen the his genius? Documentary? Yeah, yeah the I've genius. watched.
0: I've watched. I fell asleep watching about twenty-five minutes you in, see, so I watched the whole thing.
3: He was broke right there, and he was still talking like he talks now. His yes, mentality he's never changed. He was going to yeah. be legendary. His first time going in the studio, so he's like, <laughs> so you got. I, I love. Not to say he's an underdog, but at the time he's an underdog. I think
0: he still views himself as that.
3: Oh, if he he's crazy for doing that because you're like you're the undisputed <laughs> you're the champ man right now. Yeah, like, dude. I, don't think he, I don't think Jay Z's got guy. nothing on
0: Kanye anymore.
3: And I don't think he realized like in the streets, yeah, everybody fucks with Jay Z. But in the real world, everybody wants to be you, Kanye. They want to be the fashion person. They want to own sneakers. They want like, like yeah, zs special... Jump Case. Yeah, Jay Z. Jay Z is
0: less loud than Kanye. Well, here's my
2: thing I like, with Jay Z. Jay
3: Z's
1: status so is predicated on the fact that he's a businessman.
0: Yep, because
1: you take him alone as an artist, most people would throw his shit away. Yeah, like 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 there ain't nobody that can say. There's a couple albums I would super hard with Jay Z nah, as an artist, you,
3: but you know that's false because every rapper, he's the bar. Jay Z's the bar. No, yes, not, not, I would say no, the young, not kids. as an
1: artist. No, as no, an artist, to yes, me, I wouldn't even put him as one of my top five artists. See, and that's why I got to stop listening to you. <laughs> I would put him, like, from a business aspect, yes, he's one of the top five. He's done top five shit. No, no he's a horrible business guy, There's but no Jay-Z song that I want in rotation right now. That's crazy. Maybe, maybe Hello Brooklyn. That's crazy. I can't think of a other, I can't think of, like, okay, my playlist <laughs> yes. now,
3: full of 90s music. There listen. ain't no Jay-Z music. Men lie, women lie. numbers don't. <laughs> he has more number one albums than the Beatles. Yeah. Jay-Z does that. He's in the Rock Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. His so little Lil Wayne. No, 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 but his stats. <laughs> that is one, wow. thing, one thing I hate with Lil Wayne is I think he burnt himself out. Jay-Z yeah. withstood the test of time. And when you're being considered a great, like LeBron is a great, like Kobe's a great, it's the years. Jordan is great because he did it in a short amount of time. These guys put 20 years in and dominated Yeah, You know what I'm saying? LeBron is still dominating at year 18. Mm-hmm. And making these young dudes look crazy.
0: Isn't that? Imagine if you're 20 years old in the NBA and like your knees are fresh. Yeah, like you had no injuries in college, and you you're playing against LeBron, and his old ass is like (laughs) shitting on you on a regular. Jumping (laughs) over you. He's like as old as your dad. We all play
3: sports. It's whoever keeps their body in tip top shape. Those are the ones that I make sure to point that out to niggas when they start talking shit to me while we hooping. (laughs) (laughs) Hooping the other day,
1: the dude started talking shit to me. I'm like, bro, I haven't played a game in. Four years plus i'm 10 years older than you and, and you're not scoring on me so who's who's nice yeah like like you, you you're really, like you need to like really do some yoga like man you, that, you really feel like you're that good <laughs> I, said,
0: yeah, I
3: can't stand that don't don't start talking oh dude uh, it's, it's gotten
0: worse because like obviously like, i just turned 31 last week and i'm still young but like i definitely was that guy that i had to play basketball five days a week to even feel normal while i'm playing <laughs> basketball like i stopped for like The last eight months, I went back like a week and a half ago at 24-hour fitness to run full court. I thought I went in there. I'm like, I'm just going to shoot around, you know, just get a warm-up. I stretched before I warmed up. And then they're like, you want to play two-on-two? I'm like, okay. And so we played two-on-two. I was wrecked after that two-on-two. I had to go back to the side stretch more. And then they're like, you want to play three-on-three? I was like, sure, I'll play three-on-three. I'm a little tired. My legs hurt, but I'll do it. Played, had to go stretch again. Oh, my
1: God. Never had to do this
0: before. I stretched five times in a two hour period.
1: I played four full court games with this motherfucker Friday.
0: How did you feel afterwards?
1: You know what? I I, I told him I told him I came ready to lose because <laughs> no. After the first game, we had to wait, and I was cool with that. Like okay, play a game, then wait a game, then I'm ready to play again. Yeah. After the second game, my team won. So I ended up playing like three games in a row. You got to be ready for that. I was right. like, no, see, no, I didn't come for that. that. You need to lose a game or two or I need to sit out a game or two. Like, I can't do this. I, I, it's,
0: it's not a good realization because that's where I afterwards I'm like limping off. I got like, like a blister on each foot. And I'm like, this is horrible. Yeah. I get home. My wife's like, you're all right. She's like, you must have really like done a lot of lifting. I'm like, I didn't
3: lift at all. No lifting. Like right? I was zero
0: lifting. I, zero lifting. I'm lifting my body off the ground, but like <laughs> my intention. you ever have like the intention to go work out and you just play basketball all whole time? Yeah, that's me every time I go to the gym. Yeah. Like I think two years ago I was in the best shape because I actually worked out five days a week. But it was when I got off of work. I'd work from like six o'clock at night till two thirty in the morning, and then my boss and I would go to twenty four hour fitness and just work out for two hours, come home and sleep. Mm. Once you once I started having kids, I have no motivation to exercise at right?
1: all. Yeah, no kids, that's what do kids do that, do that to that's you. That's what dad mode does to you. It's like, you getting Bob. that for a couple years. Like, okay, for me, it was a 10 year period, literally. Oh, I think that's where it's going. Because, okay, how old are your kids?
0: Uh, I have a four year old and a one year old.
1: Okay, see, yeah, that is where it's going. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no, no, for me, when my kids were small, my kids are all, my, my, my kids are, I have one that's younger, but my kids are all 16 and up now. Uh-huh. Okay, so when they were small, I stopped working I've always worked out. I was in the Marine Corps, so I'm brainwashed to get up at five thirty every morning, oh, yeah. and fucking okay. work out so when i I got into dad mode, stopped working out, it was like it was like my son was probably about ten mm-hmm. and we were sitting at breakfast one morning, and he had no shirt on, and I was like damn my ten year old's starting to get titties.
0: Oh, I think so. Do you we think, need to start working out? And yeah. that's
1: what that's what that's what really inspired me to get back on my shit. Was like, I don't my kids ain't getting ready to get fat because I don't do shit.
0: Yeah, that's what that's like. That's what I'm kind of thinking because I'm like, okay, it's either I got to keep my kids from getting fat or they get bigger than me. Yeah, and like, then I'm like, do I want to be that dad who starts like his, like his young child starts talking shit to him?
1: Well, and that's the other thing. If I was a punk, my younger son would be able to whoop my ass. He's 6'2". Yeah. He boxes, plays football. I can't fuck him up. Like, <laughs> like, 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 right now, the only thing I got over him is experience. <laughs> like, 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 okay, you might be stronger, but I still know tricks to bring your ass down.
2: Maybe yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> a little
1: bit of weight? Yeah. Look, no, no. Oh. He's he's probably about my... Like, right now, He Anthony probably weighs about the same as me. He's probably... Damn. He, 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 Yo, he... Actually, oh, uh, he's probably like 190, 195. Damn, I'm 200. He's,
0: he's, awesome. a, he's a 16. He said. Yeah.
2: Last time I saw him, he was shorter than me.
1: Exactly. And now he's 6'2". They
2: was, grow like fast, that was like man.
1: Like,
0: like, it's, it's the fucking hormones. He's playing basketball. He's he playing
1: football. He's boxing. I'm like, I got to keep up with
3: this nigga. See, like, he's trying to go to the lick. I,
0: I admire younger kids, like especially teenagers, because they're so competitive now. Yeah. But they have to be competitive on like every level. Where like, some kids are like, okay, well, I'm going to play football. Now i got to be competitive if I want to compete. Then you got the social media aspect. Now you're just competitive in life. Like I've realized that there's like this weird, and not obviously it's not all kids. It's like how their lifestyle or uh, what they're trying to get out of social media. Whether you're an influencer, like teenager doing TikTok videos, Mm -hmm. or you're making music, or you're an artist, right? So it's like whatever you're trying to promote about yourself. Like whatever your, um, how do you call it? Like your persona is Mm -hmm. to the kids at your school and everybody else around you. And because I'm witnessing this with my nephews, because my brother's kids are just turned like our uh, teenagers now, one place for the battleground high school football team, and he used to be smaller than me like a year ago, right? Now he's 6'4". Yeah. He weighs 200 pounds. Kids rocked out of his mind. He's always trying to challenge me. Because he can't challenge his dad because my brother's still bigger and stronger than he is. Because like I'm the smallest my family. My brother's a big guy. Yeah, now
1: he's looking for men that he could that he could be a man with. Oh yeah. shit, Wayne, I'm
0: not trying guy, to be my nephew's beta up. bitch. You know right. what I mean? And like I'm the guy that he's targeting. He's not doing it to his younger brother. He's just like, Greg, you want to arm wrestle? I'm like, You're gonna win. I'm like you're gonna win. Like, what what are we getting out of this? He'd Oh no. i am like It's that
1: coming of age thing. Bro. It's coming of age. He just that's looked. like once I was like fourteen, fifteen that's when I started challenging all my uncle's friends that was smaller. Yeah. Cause a, you're a grown man, but you my size. So I can fuck you up.
0: Well, <laughs> look, I never had, I don't even think I had an opportunity to do that because like my, my dad, my dad's from Portugal. He moved to the United States when he was 18 and very old school, like mm-hmm. very old school guys. Like, your dad's from Portugal? He's from the A's. Azo- you know where, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo is? I was guessing yeah. wrong
1: in my mind. You got a Cuban-shaped head. Yeah. Was- <laughs> it's actually, just, uh, I, it's funny because, like,
0: I was wearing a, be- I always wear beanies all the time, but, like, because, like, I'm starting to lose my hair. My hairline's receding. Okay. Like, I used to have, like, really long, curly hair.
3: All right. Those were the days. Yeah. No, not anymore. <laughs> like,
0: now it's gotten to the point if I don't, like, shave my head, uh, like, within a month, my, the sides of my head start to grow longer than the top. So I start to look like okay. George Costanza, you know? Okay. And so, like, it makes me feel really bad about myself, but, you know, whatever. I feel like... I'm, at glad, least that have... you've,
2: I'm, I'm glad that you've embraced the, like, just shave the head... Just go
0: that I am not. I don't know how any guy can just like have like the the like. You ever meet see a guy who has like three hairs up front? Yeah. like, Carl up, like yo, you just, yeah. you just, like, just you, let it go. Just go. Well, what? Nobody says shit to him. Nobody says, "Hey, you need to get rid of this." <laughs> Somebody <laughs> says it. He just he just don't hear it. Like at least even LeBron caved in a little. Like LeBron was letting it fucking go away, and he was. Nah, like, he's and then he tried to hold
3: strong. And then LeBron he's like, "You know what? Plugs.
0: Yeah, yeah, LeBron, he got the plugs. He still got a bad hairline. Yeah, like how you
1: got plugs and your hairline still fucked up. What's
0: gonna happen with LeBron?" on is when he retires from the NBA and becomes either like a general manager or a coach. He's just going to grow his beard longer and shave his head. It's a power move. He should have already done that. James Harden's hanging on to his shit. (laughs)
3: See, the thing with James Harden is he got the receding hairline, but his hair is still there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he can get away with that. Yeah. But LeBron, it's like, we see you too much, bro. Yeah. Like we see you nonstop. You're, like you're in you movies, you're in commercials.
0: <laughs> you're literally the face of the NBA. Literally.
3: Yeah. Well, shout out LeBron. Shout out my Lakers, too, man. We're <laughs> trash. Bro. Don't shout out your Lakers. I, yeah. I
0: can't I can't even I shout mean, out my Lakers. We don't deserve cause... a
3: shout out right now. We don't deserve shit. You're right. you right. So,
0: how, okay. So, Anthony Davis is out right now, right? Is he out for a while? Oh, I do I hope
3: we trade his ass. You think he's wait, the problem? wait, wait? Okay, this is the thing huh? that's fucking uh, with me. What's that?
1: Because one, one, one. I got, I got some. I told you so's, and and you owe me some crow okay. that
3: you need to eat. Okay, <laughs> because cause
1: I can remember a time when we were sitting at Killer Burger, right. having a discussion right. about who was better, Giannis or AD, and you were swearing to me your man's was the
3: nicest. At that time, he was. At that time, he was. You're going, you're going, going so, on Pelicans, so, AD, right? But you're saying right? from then, he's gotten worse. He has gotten worse. Oh, man.
1: I think it's- Because now I think, everybody's oh, like, oh, yo, let's oh, get rid of no, no, AD. No, no, no. I'm like, where does no, no, this no, no, sentiment no, no. come
3: from? He can, was so nice no, a no, no, year no, no, ago. But I know vividly, I remember that day you talk about the big man that I was highly on, and you guys were shitting on him, was Joel B. Yeah. Okay, I was shitting He's the fucking man. But only because he is so respected now. he is the man. Yeah. When he's not injured, <laughs> he got better told y'all, y'all gotta start with that narrative because you, when the last time you've seen him not suit up in a playoff game? Exactly. Yeah. So he's been there. That's, that's why, I, that's why he, I, I give him his there props. He's the man. There you
0: go. So that's the thing. You get, like, I don't know why people shit on him. Like, but two seasons ago? This is the injury thing. People love to, in the NBA love to shit on players oh, yeah, who aren't playing. You see what's happening with Kyrie, right? Kyrie's getting nah, shit on by Kyrie everybody. Kyrie deserves
1: that shit. Yeah, he does. The guy's yeah, a little because, out there. He's a little idiot. You know what? Kyrie, I have a whole list <laughs> a of players that I call the should've never was list. Yeah. And like, that's guys that should've been great, but never really was, for whatever reason. Yeah. And Kyrie fits that description, because Kyrie could be, we could be looking at Kyrie like, he's one of the greatest ever. He'll, he'll, the funny thing is, but half like, the time, he just don't feel like playing.
0: Exactly. Yeah. But that's how talented he is. Yeah, he just
3: doesn't feel like Like, it. the
0: NBA <laughs> respects him so much for some reason, where they're like, you know what, we're gonna let you think, like, think the way you, you know, do, you, you know, and not funny. play.
3: He treats the NBA like, you know, real people treat their job like, man, I fucking hate yeah, this shit, like, bro. Yeah, like, a They're yeah, <laughs> like, this is a fucking 9 like, like, five. That is true. He it treats is his job.
1: NBA contract like he works at Walmart.
3: You so make millions like, of like, dollars. Y'all want me to come in on my day off? This is bullshit. <laughs> You be killing me because I'm like, yo, my literally all nah, you got to do today. is just cross a few people over and get buckets. <laughs> That's what you do. You know I yeah. So what like... I love Kyrie
0: though, man. Kyrie's a character guy. and I like his shoes. I have like all of his, but be- I have like probably the last five seasons of
3: Kyrie's. So you rather hoop in Kyrie's? Is that your favorite hoop shoe? It's a, it's
0: a love hate because it's like, I, if I wear them constantly, like a, I hoop in nothing but them. Right. That. Then they're like they form to my feet and they're comfortable. Otherwise, my feet get destroyed by them, Mm -hmm. right? Like I, I, I think it's because like
2: break in period,
0: break in period. And also, I'm small, so I'm forced to play a certain type of way, and my body's not built for it anymore. I think I don't think my body can slide well or support enough not to destroy a pair of shoes. Now, like it's maybe when I was like 20, I can move around better and kind of not destroy the shoe. But I feel because my body's weak now that I just all my when I hit a corner all my weight goes into it. There's no stopping that show. Oh yeah, that turning don't work,
1: dude. Like like, that's like for me, I have no lateral movement anymore. Nothing anymore, dude. My knees are popping. If I'm guarding somebody, I'm like, if if you want to go that way, I can't. I can't stop you. We could go back and forth, but I can't go side to side. (laughs) I can't go side to side.
0: I can't do it, dude. And it 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 sucks because I'm just like I want to be the dad when my kids get older that I can play sports with them or yeah. teach them something. Right. But it's going to be like, you're going to have to stop drinking beer. You're going to have to like, like see a doctor on a regular basis and do a lot of yoga.
1: I got PRP and stem cells on my knees five years ago.
0: How did they help?
1: Oh my God. that shit is amazing. Like that shit literally made it to where, Let's see. I would say it got me back to like eighty percent.
0: Okay, because that's like that's what I hear. Like it's a, it's a, it's not like a cure to the no, problem. But, it, it, but
1: so what does it do? I could play ball again. Like like I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to play at all if I didn't have it.
0: Because I've thought about that. I'm like, well, LeBron's definitely using that shit. Well,
1: yeah. what started happening well, was was after everything. games, my knees would swell up. So I had to like basically drain my knees every time yeah. I played. So I get water on knee every time I play. And then when I didn't. Like it would just be so swollen. I couldn't move. I had to sit there for two days with ice packs on my knees just for one hoop session. God. And that
0: you don't do that anymore when you No,
1: play. no, then I got, I got PR, I got PRP and stem cells though.
0: Okay. So because the, the stem cell, that's just like they inject the damaged spot with the stem cell and it re- replaces the damaged yeah, and, tissue. Well, and the
1: stem cell stem cells can become any kind of cells. So they basically replace the muscle cells. They can even replace cartilage with the stem cells.
0: Okay, because I've heard, like, the future of that is, like, because, you know, now they have to directly apply it to, like, whatever damaged part of the body. And there's, like, you know, because you get a lot of the articles now where they're talking about, like, Tesla's, Tesla's Neuralink and all this advanced technology. Well, they're saying with, like, stem cells, now they could just circulate it through the people's bodies, and it'll just attach to whatever damaged part of body. Yeah, they're working
1: the on that, fucking, where, where they'll be able to just... But for me they had to do um injections directly into my knee. Was it So I got I got four shots in each knee.
0: What were you did the, were you out for that or is it like you're just you're No, like like, like like I was
1: sitting there with my knees. Actually I got a picture of it. It's this big light machine that fucking they put the injections in and then they use light wave therapy when it's when it's recovering to make it heal. Wow. So like so like I have a picture it's on, it's on my it's on my Instagram page and it's Hovering over my knees, and my knees look like bright orange. Mm. Wow, Again, like they're glowing. That just sounds ridiculous. because because they put you know what PRP is? No, it's platelet rich plasma. Oh, so they okay. draw your blood and they separate the plasma, and then they mix it with the stem cells and inject it right back in.
0: Mm. I'm trying to think. I feel like does, Rogan
3: did that for his back.
0: I think
1: Rogan did it. You know who was the first one to do the process? Kobe Bryant. Oh really?
3: I don't know why I was about to say that sound like some Kobe shit. Yeah, that was what it? <laughs> that, That's
1: what made me learn about it. Was, was that when he
3: got his first yeah? That Bryant. was when
1: he got the when he went and to he went Germany. Because yeah, okay. yep. then the procedure was the illegal here. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so he went all the way to Germany to get it. But after I heard about it and it became legal here, there was a place in Portland called the Reflex Clinic that does it. I was like, okay. And Kaiser was telling me that I was gonna lose my insurance if I didn't get surgery on my knees because they wanted to do knee replacements on me.
0: Dang But yeah So that's a good alternative I would've been like Yeah so I wrong? was like
1: so I was like okay I don't wanna get new knees Cause then that, that That's a whole That's a much longer Like My recovery Was Was two months basically Oh okay It, it would've been a, like A nine month wow. recovery Did you look Is, is yeah, that I, Yeah yeah, it yeah How
0: long did you have to do that Each time like a session or? Fucking
1: like, like I had to lay there Like that for a couple hours Each time Each time I went in
0: Dude, there's a crazy shit with lights. Because my brother my <laughs> brother uh, has, like, re- I think, really bad psoriasis or, like, or skin issues. And he's got a red light hanging up in his bathroom. So every time he goes like, to the bathroom, he just stands under it for a few minutes. And it's like heals his skin. Because it's light wave therapy. It's yeah. supposed to increase. Like, that increases
1: collagen growth. So, like, they do that after. And I had to go, like, every day for, like, treatments for, like, two hours. Sometimes two, three times a day. And then what happens is it's supposed to be-